Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 1st of April, and the Election Commission of India today issued a notice to BJP leader Himant Biswa Sharma for allegedly violating the Moral Code of Conduct by threatening Bodoland People's Front leader Hagrama Mohilari, who is part of the opposition's Grand Alliance. The notice comes after the Congress on March 30th wrote to the EC against the BJP leader for openly threatening to send Hagrama Mohilari to jail. According to the party, Sarma sought to cast a malicious and malified impression on the public and that because of the undue strength of the BJP-led central government, which controls the central agencies, Sharma is in a position to misuse the NIA and capable of sending Mohilari to jail. Congress added that this was an attempt to influence voters to not vote for INC Alliance, including the BPF, by unconstitutional means and propaganda. The commission has given Sarma time to explain his position on or before April 2nd. The notice says that if he fails to do so, the EC will take action with no further reference to him. By the way, now I must tell you that at News Laundry, we have been covering the elections in Bengal and Kerala as part of an NL Sena project. My colleagues Manisha and Meghnath were recently in Nandigram district in West Bengal, the site of a heated contest between friends-turned-foes Mamta Banerjee and Suvendu Adhikari. They chased the two campaigns and produced a comprehensive video ground report. The video story is available on our website newslaundry.com and our YouTube channel. It's titled Songs, Sari, Slogans, Chasing Mamta Banerjee and Suvendu Adhikari in Nandigram. If you like our reportage from the ground, please do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to the website and clicking on the red subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month, so please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. India launched the third phase of COVID-19 vaccination today. The government has said the inoculation drive will be conducted on all days of April, including gazetted holidays and at all public and private centres. The third phase, under which everyone above the age of 45 is eligible to receive the shot, covers the population which is at the highest risk. 90% of deaths related to the disease in India have been in the category of those above the age of 45. India reported over 72,000 COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours, the highest daily spike since October 11, 2020. Of the new infections, nearly 40,000 were from Maharashtra alone. Chhattisgarh recorded its highest ever count yesterday with 4,500 cases, while Karnataka also reported over 4,000 cases. Meanwhile, 459 deaths were reported from across the country, the highest since December 5, 2020. Apart from Maharashtra, which reported 243 deaths, Punjab reported 55, Chhattisgarh 39, Karnataka 26 and Tamil Nadu 19. India's caseload is now over 1 crore and 22 lakh, while there are more than 1.62 lakh fatalities. The National Investigation Agency, or NIA, conducted searches at the homes and offices of lawyers, journalists and activists in Telangana and Andhra Pradesh for their alleged links with Maoists. The raids, which started last night, were conducted at the premises of 22 persons in both states. In Hyderabad, the NIA and local police teams raided the houses of High Court Advocate V. Rathunath and Dappu Ramesh, a former member of Jan Nitya Mandali. In Andhra, searches were conducted at the premises of V.S. Krishna, the Telangana Coordination Committee member of Human Rights Forum. Others include Chilika Chandrasekhar, General Secretary of Andhra Pradesh Civil Liberties Committee or APCLC, Varalakshmi of Virasam and Revolutionary Writers Association, APCLC President C. Babu, Advocates K. Padma and K. Chalam, 
G. Penakapani of the Revolutionary Writers Association, and Som Sekar Sarma, President of Rayal Seema Vidya Vanthula Vedika. On March 5th, the NIA had taken over the Muchingput case filed by Andhra Pradesh police against nearly 80 people under the stringent Unlawful Activities Prevention Act or the UAPA. Last November, police in Muchingput in Vishakhapatnam raided the house of a local journalist, P. Nagana, and allegedly seized revolutionary Maoist literature. Claiming he was a courier and informer for the Maoists, police filed an FIR and started an investigation. Based on the alleged confession of Nagana, nearly 80 persons have been named for having links with Maoist outfits. The sharp reduction in small saving rates, which was to take effect from today, has been withdrawn by the government. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said today that the orders issued by oversight shall be withdrawn. Yesterday, the government had cut interest rates on various small saving schemes sharply by 40 to 110 basis points. The revised rates were to come into effect from April 1st and remain in effect till June 30th. Small saving rates are linked to yields on benchmark government bonds, which have fallen over the last one year as the Reserve Bank of India cut rates to support the economy. In a circular yesterday, the finance ministry said the interest rate on saving deposits has been reduced to 3.5% from 4% for the first quarter of 2021-2022. Rates on time deposits were also slashed significantly. One-year time deposit rates had seen the steepest cut of 110 basis points to 4.4% from 5.5%. The rates on two, three and five-year time deposits had also been reduced by 40 to 90 basis points. The finance ministry's circular came at a time when inflation was on the rise. The lowering of interest rates would have helped the government reduce costs, but would have hurt investors, particularly senior citizens and the middle class. Small savings have become a key source of financing the government deficit, especially after the COVID-19 pandemic led to a ballooning of the government deficit, pushing a higher need for borrowings. A manufacturing error at an American plant involved in COVID-19 vaccine production affected 15 million doses worth of an ingredient for Johnson & Johnson's vaccine. Bloomberg reported that the company downplayed the situation and said it met its most recent vaccine delivery target. The issue, which occurred recently at a facility in Baltimore, isn't expected to change President Joe Biden's expectation that the US will have enough vaccines for all adults in May. According to two administration officials, none of the doses produced and shipped so far in the US have come from the plant. In a statement, Johnson & Johnson said a batch of drug substance failed its quality test. Manufacturing problems at the plant were first reported by the New York Times yesterday. Workers there accidentally conflated ingredients belonging to the Johnson & Johnson's vaccine and another manufactured on the premises of AstraZeneca. How the issue may affect the US vaccine rollout is unclear. Johnson & Johnson, as of now, has produced by far the smallest supply of the US-authorized COVID-19 vaccines. The two other vaccine producers, Pfizer and Moderna, met their first quarter targets of 120 million doses and 100 million doses respectively. The Biden administration has touted Johnson & Johnson's one-dose, refrigerator-stored COVID shot as an efficient way to confer protection to Americans, particularly those in hard-to-reach places. Actor-politician Rajnikant will receive the Dada Sahib Palki Award for 2019, India's highest film honour. Announcing the decision over Twitter, Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javadekar said that Rajnikant's contribution as actor, producer and screenwriter has been iconic. The Dada Sahib Halke Award for the year 2019 should have been announced last year but was postponed because of the COVID-19 pandemic, as were the National Film Awards for 2019. 
On the jury that selected Rajnikanth for the award were singers Asha Bhosle and Shankar Mahadevan, actors Mohan Lal and Biswajit, and filmmaker Subhash Ghai. 70-year-old Rajnikanth made his debut in the 1975 Tamil movie Apurva Ragangal and delivered superhit films such as Billu, Muttu, Basha, Sivaji and Ethiran. Rajnikanth also starred in several Bollywood hits such as Hum and Chalbaaz. His last few film releases were Kala in 2018, Peta in 2019 and Darbar last year. Last December, Rajnikanth cancelled plans to launch his own political party after being hospitalized for fluctuating blood pressure. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day and a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.